Week 5, Fantasy Football Breakdown Part 1. Let's crack some brews. Welcome into the BrewDogs Football Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at BrewDogsFF. I'm Jay Graham, and with me as always is Johnny P. Hey, 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 what's going on? What's up, Johnny? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to get this pod going. Um, first of all, that intro music, I just, can I just say that's, that's, it puts me in the mood, man. Bro, it'll, it'll smash your mouth. <laughs> it's, a, it's a smash mouth. It's, it's the old smash mouth, dude. Yeah, man, I, I love it. I it's, love it. It's hype. It's hot. It's good, dude. So, what are we drinking, bro? Speaking of brews, yeah, what's the brew dog of the night? So, it was my choice this time. I got this Highland Brewing Company from Asheville, North Carolina. Again, representing Asheville, North Carolina. It's called Rising Haze IPA. Freshly unfiltered. Okay, got a nice uh, 7%. It'll hit you in the dome. It's not bad. A little, little one-two. Yeah, the can here. So, it says they, uh, they were established in 1994. It's a mediocre year, to be honest. I don't really remember a lot that happened that year, but yeah, '94. Yeah, not much going on there. This can reminds me of Arizona for some reason. It does. It have like the it has like the Phoenix Suns color, the orange, the light orange, and the yellow. Yeah, with with some some earthy green, some, some forest earthy green, green in here. Uh, I don't know, man. It's got some earthy. Earthy tones to it in it, the in the color and in the taste, man. I like it. It does. Like it's not as hazy as the one we had last week. It's a little bit more, like you said, earthy IPA mixture. So, you could definitely taste the unfilteredness of the whole thing. Oh yeah, it's not holding back. This is definitely unfiltered. Yeah, freshly unfiltered. It's fresh, dude. It's like a, it's like they pressed it, and put it in the can, and they put it in my mouth, all over my mouth. And that's what they want to do. And I'm probably. My my urine will also be unfiltered, just like this IPA. Okay, okay. I don't know where we're going with we're this. Going with what that. What do you mean, bro? Speaking what of, are you I don't even know. Talking about, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's already hitting me. Uh, I like it, man. I like beer. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like you, you can just about put any kind of beer in front of me, and I'm gonna indulge. And I'm probably gonna say it's a good beer. Yeah, I like to taste different flavors, different, you know, types of beers. Um. Speaking of beer, I like also food as well, and I just want to mention, last night you made this ramen dish that looked absolutely phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. It had like it looked the broth looked like it was like a tonkatsu type of broth, which is like my favorite yeah, pork. Ooh, so it's good. The bee's knees. The bee's knees, huh? Yeah. I know you're a little chef over there, bro. So I've been, I've been cooking up ramen for the last like three months, just trying to find what my wife likes. My kids, they don't, they don't care. They'll, they'll eat anything. But like what she really likes and what I really like, and I've been getting creative with it. I finally got the recipe in a nice place, where now I'm more focused on the presentation. It looked the presentation. The picture you sent me was beautiful. It was, you had the the noodles, the broth. You had the what, bok chow you had in there. Bok choy. Bok choy. <laughs> bok choy. You had the the tomato sliced up the egg. It was it was a beautifully presented bowl of ramen. Yeah. So so the tomato. Let me get into the let me get into the nitty gritty on the deets here. So okay. my wife will not allow me to make ramen without bok choy. 
It's okay. a must. All right. It soaks in the flavor. It's nice and tender or whatever. It's good. It's really good. And then the, the tomatoes are purely visual appeal. That's it. Just little, a little, little red in there. Little contrast. Little contrast, yeah. Yeah. They look beautiful. But they're a nice little juicy treat as well as you're enjoying your I meal. I mix it up. I never heard of tomato yeah. and ramen, but I mean, it look good, so. Yeah, and so where we live in North Carolina, it's it's impossible to get fresh bamboo shoots. Uh, so I substitute with a cucumber. Okay. You know, slice that up in a little bamboo shoot style, whatever. I did see that. Yeah. But it's delicious, and you guys definitely uh, can check out our Instagram, I'll post a picture. Not our Instagram, our Twitter. Yeah. Um, Instagram's not even working anymore, apparently, because the Chinese are something hacked in. I don't know. It's a little hack session right now. I don't now. know what's going on. But it's at BrewDogsFF on the Twitter machine. Yeah, We're there. Check out that picture. It looks like... That's what... That's Hey, that's what Jay Graham's making over here. Yeah, look, if you guys like it, if I get if I get more than two likes, I'll drop the recipe. Oh, well, I want that recipe, so come on. I'm going like, <laughs> to drop a like on that. All right, so I guess you guys came to hear about football a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe you guys just want to hear me and Johnny chop it up. Hey, we can do either. You want us to talk about some brews? Dude, I'll talk about brews all day. Yeah. Have I you ever had a bad beer? I've had a skunk beer. Okay, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's bad. That, every, every good beer can turn into a skunk beer. Yeah, I mean, Bud Light Platinums aren't my favorite. I've had those before in the past. They're kind of weird. Like the malt kind of beer, like malt beers. Oh, dude, I can't stand malt beers. Yeah, they're not my type malt, of. Malt, yeah, I'm, I'm not into it. Like, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm not going to mention, you know, your Steelies, your Steel Reserves. Those are bad beers. We don't got to mention those. But when I was in the Philippines, I had a beer called Red Horse. Yeah, I've had Red Horse, too. Bro, that is a <laughs> nasty beer. I've had Red Horse, too. I had them in, in Okinawa. We had them over there. Dude, they're so <laughs> gross. Yeah. People love them, though. People swear by them. I know a guy who just purely drank Red Horse. I was like, oh, my God. And I know people who swear by Old English. Yeah, and Mickey's. Yeah. Yeah, but Red Horse is a terrible... I got so sick, man. But I kept drinking them, man, because it was like the, the beer, better of the beers out there. Yeah, it's tough. Tough pickings out there. Yeah. All right, so uh, today we're going to go over the week five game slate. This is going to be a two-part series here. We're going to try to keep the time down yep. for you guys. Um, so part run one, we'll go over the about the first eight games in the 16-game slate. Uh, yeah, so we'll start off here with the Thursday night game and go over some of the early games in the 1 o'clock slate. So Thursday night football, man, it's going to be a, a heater, bro. Yeah, um, we have the 3-1 Rams, one-and-a-half point favorite going – to Seattle to play the two and two Seahawks over unders fifty four points so a lot of scoring this this game as we know the Seahawks defense is not good and the Rams are coming off a bad loss last week just getting absolutely smacked around by the Cardinals so yeah dude the Cards are they're, they're a really good team man I'm yeah. very impressed with that offense and their their defense is like just good enough dude it is it is yeah. they're hold, they're holding their own on defense and obviously their offense is very explosive and k1 dude, he's just a beast man dude he's unstoppable he's freaking unstoppable he how is. do you stop him dude? Uh, <laughs> no one has done it yet well someone will figure it out i think he's not even using deandre hawkins that's that crazy part but we're t let's get back to this game because i know right. we're praising these, <laughs> these cardinals wait, wait. matt stafford dude go like i like him this week i really really like him against this really soft this downy soft uh your fluffiest pillow that your wife bought and threw on the couch soft defense right here um, 
So I am definitely playing Stafford um, in some leagues. Um, Henderson has looked good, dude. He <laughs> is a legit RB1. He is for sure. So he, he uh, the last couple games he's played 110 out of 120 snaps while seeing 30 of 34 RB carries. That's a lot of, of carries. So he's leaving four to Michelle. He's also seen 100% of the RB targets and 100% of the RB touches inside the 10 and 5-yard line. If that's not an RB1, I don't know what is. No, that's all you can ask for for your RB1 is getting 100% of the targets inside, 100% Just of like it's everything you want from All the RB1. opportunities. On a high-scoring offense, like that's what you want right there. Bro. So, yeah, you're definitely going to start Henderson. Um, yep. And then receiver-wise, you know you're going to start the, the – Shout out to the cup machine. Yep. Number one wide receiver, Cooper Cup. Guy's robot, dude. He is. Had a little tough week last week, but hey. Whatever. Cut some slack to this guy. He's still eating breakfast. Yep. So, uh, Woods, I would say, I would just offer some advice. Just don't give up, dude. Don't don't panic. Don't panic sell. Um, if you want to trade and get some value out of him, go ahead. But don't don't trade down, man. Trade, like, Try to stay around where you drafted him. Stay around in those receiver area, that receiver area, if you're trying to trade him. Yeah, and Sean McVay said he wants to get Woods more involved, so we'll see if that actually, you know, maybe the squeaky wheel gets to oil. You know how they say that, so. Yeah. That might happen this week. Um, it's it, gonna be I've heard squeaky wheel gets the grease. Grease, that's what I meant. But, but like, I, I grew <laughs> up with the oil, not the grease. Yeah, oil is, just seems more natural to me. Grease? Yeah, I mean... But in, in reality, it's whatever WD-40 is, that's what you put on the squeaky wheel. Yeah, I think wheel. it says grease on it. Yeah, I th- and I, th- I don't – is WD-40 oil? It's definitely not grease. I think it's greasy oil. It could be a combination of the two. It came from the future. It's just like, why did we – why are we using one or the other? Let's put them together. Yeah. Call it WD-40. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's future stuff. Future stuff right there. All right, so go ahead and add uh, my boy – Ban freaking Jefferson. If you guys listened to the podcast two weeks ago, I called him being a hit two weeks ago. I was a week early. Called it. Good, shit. Good call. And Johnny P called it. And no, you called look, him dude, more. five for 66 and one. The kid is explosive, man. He's got an increased snap share, and he legitimately may be overtaking Woods in this offense. He is so far. I mean, Woods seems to not get the looks that – I don't know if it's like a chemistry thing with Stafford, but Van Jefferson has definitely created some kind of rapport with him. So, yeah, add Jefferson for sure. And then the tight end, I, I mean, Higby, he's, you know, tight ends, how we feel about that. But I think he'll be a top top 10 tight end this week. Okay. I like the call. Um, on the other side of the ball, we have the Seahawks. So you're going to play, obviously, Russ. Chris Carson, if he's healthy right now, we're, we're all monitoring his neck right now. Yeah, he's got a – I don't – Dude, he, he snapped his neck uh, apparently in, <laughs> I don't know, some kind of traffic accident. I'm making all this up, but apparently there was some... Well, he's been dealing with this for weeks now. There there was a nice girl, and she was driving some kind of Impala, okay. I guess, and she was so nice that he snapped his neck looking back at her. Got to watch out for the girls in Impalas, so... I'm pretty sure Dr. Dre wrote a song about it, <laughs> but... Right. Chris Carson, you play if if he doesn't play, then you pick up. I mean, you should have Alex Collins as your you know backup if you have Chris Carson in your lineup, just in case that Collins plays. I think he'll get enough work. He, he looked decent last week, honestly. Yeah, Collins. He they were splitting carries last week, so. And as 
as a reminder, this is a Thursday night game, so put all these players as your starting positions. Take them out of the flex. Please, for the for the love of God. Unless you're in our league, then leave them in the flex. Yeah. I hate you forever. Um, <laughs> also, a uh, key note, the Seahawks rank dead last in plays per game. So the amount of plays that they're running per game, they're dead last. They're also dead last in time of possession. Their plays per game, they are dead last. Like they, They're an efficient offense. Yeah. Very efficient but they are not running a lot of plays. So just temper expectations going forward. And that's that's why what I think has been contributing to the lack lackluster performance of Lockett the last couple of weeks, so don't panic on him. Yeah, so DK and Lockett, and then that's about it for this game. All right, so we spent a lot of time on this game. So let's go over to a game that we can spend way less time on. So we got the 1-3 Jets, who are a three-point underdog at the 1-3 Falcons, with an over-under of 44. And your boy, Zach Wilson, he had some flashes. He had some really good throws to Corey Davis down the field, dude. He did. Um, I temper those expectations to happen again. I mean, this game's in London, right? So It's in London. London, bruv. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> <laughs> my baby. Ate. The what, dingo ate my baby. What is that? Oh, that's Australian. What is that? You sound like you're from London. What is that movie? Is that Forgetting Sir Marshall? Think yeah, so. I think it is actually Russell Brand. Yeah, Russell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was the fat kid. Uh, was well, the fat kid from uh, Superbad? He said it. Yeah, Jonah Hill. No, the other fat kid. Yeah, it was Jonah Hill. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, running back wise, I think you can start Carter because he 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 is the sole owner of the running back. Um, stable. Start him in favorable matchups only. Yeah, it's not a bad, yeah. I'd hesitate, but you, if, if you have them, you might. If it's a competitive game, yeah. I think you can start them. Um, Crowder, love Crowder. Happy he's back, but temper your expectations. He, he had a great game, 7 for 61 and 1, but Elijah Moore was not in the game. Remember that. Remember, Remember. that. And with a young quarterback, Zach Wilson, who likes to huck that bitty downfield. Mm-hmm. That's Corey Davis's arena. Yep, so you're definitely going to start Corey Davis. Yep. It's a great matchup against the Falcons on the Falcons' side. Interesting way. Last week, Cordell Patterson. The man, the myth, the legend. Just absolutely dominated fantasy. Like, we talked a little bit about him last week, about his whole career path. But, like, yeah, he's showing uh, a little bit of signs that he could be a legit <laughs> RB. I'll say RB2. RB2 yeah. with with those RB1 up, upsides, man. The guy's a hero. You know what? He's a legend because heroes get remembered, but legends never die. And that's what Patterson is. Trade him if you can. Yeah, right now he's at the highest value that he'll be probably all season. Yeah, dude, this, this efficiency is not sustainable. It's not. He's, he's not going to be getting these three tutties every single week. And he's not playing a lot of snaps, but when he's out there, he is getting the ball. So keep either either trade him or monitor that situation on see if his snap share gets up because Davis and Gallman are the primary and secondary running backs here. And but they know how to use Patterson. Yeah, Love yeah, the guy. Yeah, Patterson fan. looks the best out of all of them, honestly. Uh, I don't know. Don't give up on Ridley either, man. 
He's a he's a legit target hog. He had eleven targets. So don't. yeah, you're gonna keep Ridley. Um, the other question they have is Kyle Pitts. What are we doing with Kyle Pitts? I seen Kyle Pitts dropped in some no, leagues. Haven't. I have indeed. Oh my god. And it's it's wild. Where did they draft him? They're just wanted to give up on him this early, man. I mean, you obviously got to draft him in the top, like yeah, a couple rounds. But yeah, people are giving up on Pitts. I mean, what um, would you do with Pitts? Me, I would, I would wait, dude. He's still getting those like, he's still running a crap ton of routes, and I think he's at about a twenty percent target share, which is exactly what you want from a tight end. So. I'm not moving on from him at all. Yep, I'm definitely holding on to him if you got him. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. Over on in the next game, what do we got? So next game we have the 3-1 and one Packers. We're three-and-a-half-point favorites going to Cincinnati to play 3-1 Bengals. Over under 49-and-a-half. Okay. Let me just say that Joe Hayden was not offsides last week. That was the most blasphemous, horrible call I've ever seen. In my life, it just seems like Green Bay gets away with these calls. You know, did Des catch it? Was Joe Hayden offside? Like, he was not offside. He was not offside. He was clearly not offside. Even in super slow motion, not offside. Nothing. And that was legit 10-point swing. Like, we got that touchdown. They didn't get the field. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Point, yeah. We were going, in, going into half against uh, – that was a huge momentum shift right there. And that's pretty much where we lost the game. So, thanks, referees. Um yeah, so I don't really want to talk about anybody on the Packers. Uh, yeah, you know who to start. Yeah, unless you want to, if, unless you want to hit on someone, I don't really care. Uh, Tunyon, if you have him, you're probably gonna play him. He's only had one out of one out of the four. It's been a good game, so that's twenty five percent. That's twenty five percent. So I mean, you're taking your chances. A twenty five percent for a tight end. It's not bad, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But then, Randall Cobb was the one who benefited last week. The game plan was we, we the Steelers. Pretty much try to keep locked down uh, Devontae. So, how'd you do? Did pretty good. Cobb didn't stop him at all, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. No, I mean uh, Rogers. Rogers uh, got Cobb over there. That's his boy, man. I mean, yeah. yeah. And Rogers over there winking and smiling at Mike Tomlin. You know, gets Steelers fans all excited. A little <laughs> foreplay, like okay, okay. <laughs> so, do you think people in uh, like twelve man league should add him? Who Cobb? Yeah. Yeah, you can if you have a deep bench. Okay. I'll hold on to him. Yeah, if you have like a seven, eight-man bench, yeah. Okay. Throw him in there. Um, so, big news here on the Bengals side, I guess, uh, Mixon, man. He's uh, day-to-day now. He was week-to-week, but now he's day-to-day. I guess that's that's definitely better than it, week-to-week. It is better. So, but they got... But he was day-to-day a lot last year. Know, and he man. missed a lot last year. So, that worries me if you're a Mixon owner. I don't hate saying owner. If you have Mixon on your team. Just rostered. If you, you rostered, yeah, I don't like saying owner. You have Mixon on your man. team, yeah, you worry about that a lot because he was dealing with this last year. I mean, he has a history of this. So, Samaji Piran, hopefully you picked him up yesterday. Um, I, I, dude, I, I thought about it, and I was I just – Not worth it? I don't think so, man. Okay. Yeah. Um. So – Go ahead and uh, flex Boyd, man. I mean, when playing from behind, uh, which we're assuming the Bengals are going to play from behind here with the uh, with Vegas odds and everything, I think Boyd is a, a very fine flex play here. Uh, they're going to have to throw the ball more with mixing out, so I don't think they're going to lean heavily on um, P. Ryan. So I think I think Boyd's a fine play. I agree. So. 
about Uzuma. Uzuma. Yeah, Uzuma, he benefited last week with those two touchdowns. Um, you're taking a flyer on him. So, again, tight ends. I hate talking about him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're taking your flyer. I'll give him a 25% my, chance. My, <laughs> my favorite position in football, man, tight end. And God dang, man, there's yeah. still not enough of them. But obviously, you start Chase and then T. Higgins if you want to flex him. That's okay. All right, we got the Lions, the super defeated Lions, man. These guys, these poor guys can't catch a break. Can't catch it. Nope, 0 and 4, seven and a half point underdog, going up against the 1 and 3 Vikings with an over under of a 49. Don't really want to talk about anyone on Lions. Uh, you know who you're going to start there. Swift. Boom. Yep. Guaranteed start. Uh, Jamal Williams had a good week. But he's not getting the same amount of usage. He's not getting the same targets as Swift is. Sell that man if you can, and and, and get rid of him because you're not going to be you're not going to feel confident playing that dude every week in your lineup. You're not. Right. Maybe to fill in once once a. Uh, um, oh my gosh, having a huge brain fart right here. And anyway, once bye weeks start, you're gonna wanna, you might wanna play him. But I, I would rather feel confidence on that yep. dude man and then hawk too you start hawk yeah obviously. and then moving on to the minnesota side of the ball kirk cousins has looked pretty dang good this year we talked about him a lot last week i give you that that wonderful stat yep. uh, he had a little tough week i guess last week right yeah, but, seven points for the vikings yeah right? it's a tough week for the vikings but i think he bounces back against the lions start dalvin you start two wide, both wide receivers um and yeah that's pretty much it for this game anything else you want to add uh nope all right, let's move on. Oh, man. To the 3-1 Denver Broncos, one-point underdog. I don't know how. Going to Pittsburgh to play the 1-3 Steelers, over-under is 40-and-a-half. Um, yeah, so I'll talk about the Steelers, if that's right, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the Broncos then, okay. since they're in our division. There you go. So, for all that team. I, you know, just RIP, steady Teddy. Yeah, I mean, man. That That's really, tough. really sucks for the Broncos. Drew Locke, I mean, I love the kids. Love his energy on the sideline, dancing, mouthing young Jeezy or whatever, but he's not steady Teddy, man. No, he ain't steady Teddy. And and he's bad. He's going to be bad for this <laughs> fantasy production here. Um, I'd say start Sutton. Uh, I really I love watching Gordon and Williams like play and compete. I love the dynamic they got going on. I don't know if they're on the, you know, on the team together just going, I'm going to do better than you are. No, you know. Maybe they have, like, each other on each other's fantasy teams, you know. Like, hey, bro, you do good. My team does well. You know what I mean? They're like, okay. Yeah. That's what I would do. I think it's a healthy competition. It is. That's good. It is. I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's a true 50-50 split. Yeah. It's like they're they're keeping track on the sidelines or something of, like, okay, I went, now you go. Yep. All right, and and just going back and forth because it is the the truest fifty fifty split there is, and then uh, start Fant. Go ahead, do that. And yep. That's that's about it that I got for. Yeah. For this side of the ball. I don't know why I think did Fant get hurt last week. Did he? He might have. Maybe not. No, I didn't. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. But yeah, start Fant obviously. Steelers side. Uh, Big Ben's got a hip injury. We're monitoring that right now. Womp womp. I talked to him this morning. He says that he's feeling pretty sore. So, he said it's bruised, black and blue, black, black and yellow. He said that bruise was black and yellow. Yeah, black and yellow, baby. Oh, start that's, that, man. So I love it. That's when Big Ben <laughs> plays the best when he's banged up. 
So if he gets to start, I mean, you're not going to start him, obviously, but you will start Najee. Yep. You will start Deontay. Yep. He's, what's the stat you have right here? What is that? Okay. I got this stat. Yeah, you got this good stat right here. I got right this here. stat. So Johnson is at 34% of targets on the season. And his uh, targets per, per route run is elite, man, for a wide receiver. 34 freaking percent. Every time you run out, you're getting the ball thrown. And he missed the whole game. Yeah. It's impressive. He missed the whole freaking game. <laughs> so despite how terrible Ben Roethlisberger is, these guys got chemistry, man. They're they're making smooches. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, yeah, apparently, apparently like last week they threw a touchdown to each other. I mean, Ben threw it to Deontay, but... We were so, you know, engaged watching this Jets overtime game that CBS didn't oh. want to flip over and let us watch, you know, that Steelers was and Packers. We had to suffer. Infuriating. Suffer for like another hour. Missed the whole first quarter. Yeah. Just to watch, you know, the Jets. Yeah. Oh, I'm not mad about that at all. But How far do you think Big Ben can throw a ball right now? Probably throw about a quarter mile. Quarter mile? <laughs> Heck no. He Is probably he get up standing there. on a mountain? He probably gets it up there probably like, 45, 40, 45 yards. I, I genuinely, dude, I know there's some Steeler fans that listen to this pod, and I'm sorry, but I feel like they should give, uh, w- they should give Big Ben one of those old Nerf balls with the whistlers. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It, like whistles when he throws. Is that the one that Mike Vick threw, like over the stadium or something? Exactly. Yeah. They, just give him the handicap, dude, and let him use one of these little Nerf balls. Yeah, my feelings aren't hurt or anything, <laughs> but <laughs> I think that might help him out. I don't know. But uh, you're gonna you're gonna yeah start Deontay, then you can flex Claypool, um, Juju. I don't know what you want. You can drop him. You can keep him. I'm gonna keep him. Look, Jay so Graham I, wants to drop him. So right. So don't just disclaimer. The only reason he had mentioned the word drop is is because he knows that I want to talk about it. Yep. And my question to everyone is this: Do how confident are you in starting him? Do you think anyone will trade for him? Are there better options in the waiver wire? Because I'll tell you this right now. I don't feel confident starting him. I wouldn't trade for him. I don't think I could get value out of him either if I was trading him away. And if there's a better option in the waivers, I would I would feel comfortable dropping Juju and let him take up a roster spot on someone else's bench. Yeah, fair enough. No, I don't think he said anything that's, you know crazy so or offensive or offensive but i do think the steelers will win this game all right moving on to the next game onward onward all right so we got the one and three dolphins who are a 10 point underdog fair am, am i getting all the the underdog intros right here i feel like i don't know all right so they're a 10 point underdog going up against the three and one bucks with a 47 and a half over under good god man yeah. This is Lenny RB1 season right here, man. Yeah, if Bernard's not playing, playoff Lenny, activate him. 100% activated, dude. So let me let me just throw I, – I know I'm supposed to start with the Dolphins. I don't care, man, because I'm so excited about Lenny this week. The Dolphins this are is really my bad DFS right sna- smash play. All right. Ooh, DFS smash. Yes. So running backs versus the Dolphins in the, in the first four weeks of the season. All right, week one, Damian Harris, 23 attempts, 100 yards, no teddies. That's fine. Dude, you got 100 yards. 
All right, week two, Devin Singletary, 13 attempts, 82 yards, one touchdown. Zach Moss, eight attempts, 26 yards, two teddies. Week three, Peyton freaking Barber, 23 for 111 and one. Week four, Jonathan Taylor, 16, 103 and one. You are putting up yards on these guys. Smash Lenny. Dude is going to go for 26, 250 and six. Guaranteed. Something like that, yeah. No, I agree. You're going to start Lenny all day. Tom Brady, you're going to start him as well. Uh, wide receiver side of the ball. I mean, the wide receivers, Godwin, Evans, Antonio. Antonio. He's been, you know, a little, little tough to tough to start. If Gronk is out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You can flex Antonio. If I, you I don't see them throwing the ball that much this game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Maybe tough. for the first half. Yeah. But with that 10-point freaking spread, come on, son. This is Lenny season. And on the other side of the ball, dude, Gasson is atrocious. He is legitimately unstartable until something happens in that backfield, man. Uh, Brown seems like he's – Malcolm Brown is taking over the majority of the short down rolls, the long down rolls, the two-minute offensive snaps. Like, he's taking over that back, that backfield. And I, I don't like him, dude. I won't start him. I won't trade him. I won't flex him. And I won't drop him. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with Miles. I ain't want any Miles in, 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 in fantasy I don't want to touch right now. And Miles Gaskin is definitely top of the list. Yeah, he he was in that like uh, for drafting like that RB dead zone. Yeah, region. people kind of got stuck with him, and they didn't have to. But he may have fell in draft, and then they were just finally like, dude, okay, he's a value pick. And I never liked him. I don't think he. I mean, this off this whole team right here has just been ever since. No, no offense to Jacoby, but he took over the Miami has been pretty yeah. abysmal to watch. Uh, Mike Kosicki has gotten twenty. 0.2% of uh, the targets since Jacoby took over. So yeah, you, can nice. start, you can start Mike Kosicki. I mean, Especially playing from behind. Yeah. You could throw on the Bucks. You can't run on them. So. You can't throw. So Devontae Parker, maybe you can flex him out. Yeah, I like that call. Well, that's All it right. for this game, I think. But yeah, suck it game. Move onward. All right, next we have, oh, man, the 2-2 two and two Saints. One-point favorites going to Washington. FedEx Field to play the teamers, Washington football team. Who are the also teamers. two yeah, two and two. Heineke Brewdog came through last week. Yeah, boy. Drew Brewdog came through last week. Looking like a QB one out there. Looking son. like <laughs> he was fun. He's fun to watch. He's got a little bit of yeah. a He's a brew dog, bro. Yeah. He's got kinda of like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Look excitement. You never know you never know what you're gonna get. A little wild card out there. But yeah, he's fun to watch. So the Saints side. You wanna talk about the Saints? I know you wanna talk Yeah, I wanna talk about the Saints, man. All right. You start Kamara, and that's it, dude. The Saints are one of the worst volume offenses in the NFL, and they cannot support anything, any fantasy production beyond Alvin Kamara, man. They can't do it. They have six, total six snaps in two-minute offenses for the for the whole season, dude. Dang. Six snaps. They, dude, they are not a productive offense, man. And I'll I said it before. Yeah, you did. I stand by it. Jameis Winston is. I love him, dude. I love him. Say it. Just say it. But he's not the one, man. Blasphemous. For fantasy, 
maybe for maybe for the for the two and two Saints, he's the guy. Yeah. But Hill, per, he provides more upside for fantasy football. He provides more upside for the offense. Maybe things will get better when Michael Thomas comes back. Oh, they will. But that's not to week eight, so we have some time to get there. <laughs> yeah, we got a little bit of time. <laughs> got a couple more weeks. But, yeah, yeah, I think when Mike Thomas gets back in the lineup, it'll look good for the, a little bit better for this offense, maybe better for Alvin. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Fantasy-wise, Winston is not the man. He'll be better because rush upside. But moving on to the Washington football teamers, Antonio Gibson. Start him up. Don't even set him. Forget it. Terry McLaurin, start him. Forget it. You already know that. It's it's. I feel for the Gibson owners, though, because they drafted him as – like a legit RB one. Yeah, you thought that he would take off. Like the end of last year, yeah. when he started getting getting more touches as a starting running back, he he absolutely took off. Like he's his last eight games were incredible. And this was, year, he's just, he's got J D. McKissick just over here still just hanging around. Just hanging around, dude. Yep. So you yeah. just got to deal with that. But I mean, you're, you're gonna play him. Um, yeah, T Mac, Terry McLaurin, thirty two percent target share on the season. Obviously you're gonna play him. It's legendary. Yep. Curtis Samuel came back last week, limited on snaps. He'll probably get more snaps this time. Um And he got he got used though. While he was in, they used him. Yep. He's a good ad. Yeah, he's a good little like trickster, like a little sneaky end arounds. Yeah. Oh yeah, you should add him if he's not out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ricky Seals Jones caught the touchdown last week. Obviously Logan Thomas is hurt, so tight end wise. It'd be all right if you can play Seals Jones. Yeah, I think he's a he's a fine fill-in. A little spot start. Yeah, 44.5 points this game, so there's going to be some points out there. All right. Now, this next game is brought to you by our sponsor. Thank you. All right, thank you for that sponsor. We don't have any. But anyways, <laughs> let's kick off the next game. <laughs> nice. Nice little touch there. A little surprise touch. Boom. <laughs> you thought we had a sponsor. You're like, oh, man, we got a sponsor. Like, oh, snap. Things are turning around. By JP Rides. Shout out to my my dad's YouTube channel. By Brew Chachos. Ooh. <laughs> or no. God dang. I said it he wrong. You messed it up. It's, yep. It's Brew Rachos. Brew Rachos. Yep. Out in Cali. What's up? And speaking of Cali, they have a lot of eagles out there. So They do. They do. It's a true fact. Uh, that's all we spit around here. True facts. The one in three Eagles coming off a tough loss last week against the Kansas City Chiefs are going to Carolina, who also came off a tough loss against the Cowboys. I thought you were going to say Chiefs again, and I was like super excited. Like, Dang. <laughs> Chiefs over here just Chiefs beating everybody. So good, two dude. teams in one, in one week. Um, over-under is 44 and a half. Panthers are favored by four points. Eagles side of the ball. Jalen Hurts has just been a great QB1, even though in real life it might not look good, yeah. not look sexy at all, but he gets you fantasy points. and He might look sexy still. Yeah. I mean, some. <laughs> some people some say he is yeah. very attractive. <laughs> Why do we always do this? We're not, even on talk, we're not even talking about Josh Allen yet. Dang. God dang. But, yeah, you're going to start Jalen Hurts. No questions about it. Um, running back-wise, like I said, anybody named Miles, I don't like. But you want to talk about Miles Sanders? How you feel about Miles? Yeah, man. So I'm. Uh, I I feel I feel for a situation, right? When the Eagles were playing from behind, he's down, and Kenneth Gainwell is getting all of the all of the two minute offense. Uh, he's got that on lock, and 
he could push Sanders for more as the season progresses and kind of take over that role. He's a high draft pick. They like him. Sanders is is a good start if the Eagles are favored or if they are in a close game, like a like a neutral game script. I think Sanders is fine. But anytime they're underdogs, I don't feel confident starting them. Yeah, they don't like to run the ball at all. Like for some reason, they just pass, 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 and it's or give it to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has like I think the second most designed runs after Lamar Jackson. Yep. So they kind of have a running back in him too, yeah. which I would like. I I don't know. I like it. I like his upside. But but for Sanders, I'm. It's rough. It's a rough spot, dude. It is. I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him this week. But if you want to, you can. You drafted him high. You want to keep playing him until he shows out. That's fine. Tight end wise, Dallas Goddard, uh, Zach Ertz. They're both 50-50. And one of them's gonna score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Just pick your pick your shot. And then wide receiver wise, Devonta Smith, Heisman winner. I mean, you're gonna freaking love. He's that a, he's taking over as the number one. Um, love that kid. And I'm going to let go on Jalen Rager for now, even though he's probably going to go off this week. So, side note, before I forget, I, I don't think that the Eagles should be underdogs here, even on the road. Okay. How's um, that? I think this game, I don't know, man. I would pick the Eagles to win this game. I really would. Yeah, I like the Eagles. I mean, I like, I think the Panthers, they haven't really proven themselves yet. And they played a good team last week, and they still need to prove it to, like, prove yeah. it to us that they're I think they're a fake three and one. But didn't they just sign somebody on defense? They did, man. And who was that? Stephon Gilmore. And ha- and ha- will he be ready by Sunday? Bro, he's thirty-one years old. He's not gonna be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a couple weeks. He'll be out there. Yeah, he's is he? Th- he's thirty-one, I think. I don't know. I don't know. He's he's, he's, he's in his thirties for sure. Thirty-one, thirty-two. He's definitely not my age, thirty-three. But he's he's getting up there in age, man. And they made the move, and I love it because it's a great move. Their their defense is good. They're not great. They're not elite, but they're good. And I like this move, man. I I don't think we'll really truly see how good their defense is until they play the Cardinals uh, later on in the middle of the season. Or the Buccaneers. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. I like the move, man. All right. So on the Panthers side, who you who you playing? I'm gonna start Darnold, man. You're going to go with Sam Darnold, huh? Yeah, I'm legitimately going to start that man. He was red-hot fire last week. If you started him, you were definitely happy. And if you start him in DFS, you won some money. Yep, that's for sure. Unless your name is, uh, god dang, Burton. Sorry, bro. (laughs) He started him. That was a great call. But he lost, bro. Shout out. Shout out, Burton. Sorry, Justin. Um... All right, uh, don't give up on Ronnie, uh, Robbie Anderson. He had 11 targets, and his time will come. That's it. DJ Moore is elite. He could legitimately finish this year as a top five wide receiver. Yeah, no, I agree. DJ Moore. Yeah. Chubba, Hubbard. We're going to play him. Chuba? Chubba? Chuba, Chubba. Chubba, Chubba. Um, yeah. But I think that's it for this game. I mean, Robbie Anderson, yeah. You know how I feel about him. Yeah, bros. Thank you all for listening, and bros and sisses, I guess. Sisters? Sis, sisters? Yeah. Shout out to, uh, what is this, Highland Brewing Company in Asheville, North Carolina. 
Thank you for letting us uh, buy your beer. It's been great drinking them. Yeah, thanks for letting me buy it. Yep, and that concludes uh, the week five part one podcast. Tune in for part two. Tune in, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Outro music. Da na 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 na. Bum bum bum. Da na 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 na.